Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hey, hi. Hope you're alright and you're having a good morning, afternoon or evening. If not, I hope this podcast cheers you up. This is my first episode centered around culture and society in Islam. Inshallah, you can benefit greatly from this episode. So, what does the Tayo Camel complex mean as dictated by the title? Well, in the Hadith al Tirmidhi, I don't know if I've uh, said this right, I genuinely apologize. Um, please forgive me. Um, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam walked by a man who was leaving his camel in the jungle. He politely asked, why don't you tie down your camel? The man answered, well, I put my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam responded, tie your camel down first, then put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'll be using the phrase tie your camel down repetitively for a reason, as a metaphor. Now, think this way, culture and society in Islam through this proverb in the hadith is something that we do subconsciously. Our society without the Islamic proverb dictates in a way that we are to tie our camel down, to rest assured that we will give ourselves safety even in the worst possible outcomes that may occur. Tying down your camel in this dunya can come through many things, such as buying car insurance in order to protect ourselves and the car. Yes, people may not anticipate an accident, but if it were to occur, would you not be glad that you tied your camel down in this case? Or even when we live in an area of such security, we are not blind to the fact that a slight mishap can happen. Therefore, we lock down our doors and secure the house before we leave. And in the current coronavirus climate we are habituated in, we wear masks in order to ensure to, minim- to minimise any spread of infection and keep socially distant, following the guidelines we are ordered to by law. And even revising for an exam, you hear of people who never study and yet they pass with good grades, but they're in such a minority that it's sometimes unfathomable to the human mind that these minuscule events can happen, but that doesn't mean we should actually partake in this pathway, because we are in control of our own destiny. If we revise and keep trying, then the results that come out are the ones you deserve. If you don't and you come out disappointed, then you didn't tie your camel down then, did you? And perhaps in the more Islamic context, to really bring about the message, we read the t- travel du'a even though we don't sometimes expect an accident, but we still read it to protect ourselves as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clouds, clouds us in goodness when we are travelling. So the travel du'a is... When we go to sleep, we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala returns us back to our bodies. And do what the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam did in the past as regards to sunnah. I hope you're somewhat getting the idea now of what I mean by tying down your camel. We can have a deep-rooted faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that does not mean we can't just keep that as a sole thing. No, we must assume responsibility for our lives and circumstances. If anyone here has played the game of life or understand the concept of it, you go around the board and assume a life in order to attain a level of prosperity. We tie our camels down in the education route as an example so that we can go to university and get our degrees. That way we attain jobs that are high paying so that we can tie our camels down to pay off housing. Inshallah, we can also pay for our children too and our spouses. Here is where it gets a bit more personal. Over time, we have seen a rise in male suicides. Four out of five men who die, die to suicide. 
women are being beaten by their male partners. They're being verbally abused and whatnot. The things I hear and see make me truly speechless. In a society where we say to everyone, tie your camel down, it feels as though there isn't any rope there to do so. And within our culture, not the religion, we don't even provide the rope to some of our people sometimes. Or we cut that rope up and say, you don't need this. Mental health issues within the Muslim community are growing, or were they already there, but never spoken about enough until today? It is important that yes, we must retain tawakkul, faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but sometimes culture and society cut the rope of support in other for other individuals that can help us in our times of need. My suffering with depression came greatly during GCSE years and I never really spoke out about it because of the fear I had with saying it, that I had depression. Like people would stigmatise that as a joke, especially within the South Asian community. Once I was willing to take the step, push those boundaries to speak up, I was able to, alhamdulillah, tie my camel down. The tawakkul came afterwards because the help was there. Speaking out about these feelings of darkness lifted a huge weight off my shoulders. People are trying to speak, but they're always being silenced. Like this notion of you have a house, you have food and water on the table, you have an education, you have X, Y, Z, be grateful. Yes, of course, no one should ever take these things for granted. But especially when people aren't willing to understand the mental health aspect of everything, it feels as though your emotions are being invalidated. And that is where the faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can disappear because no one is helping you to tie your camel down. That is where culture and society fail people, not just Muslims. People are being lost in a system where the help just feels non-existent. Tying your camel down just doesn't seem possible. In situations where you can tie your own camel down, such as tying your shoelaces so you don't trip or fastening your seatbelt, like, do it. You need to do those things, they're imperative. But when you need counselling or any mental health health support, having a support network around you to help tie your camel down is pivotal. And if no one is willing to help you tie your camel down, I'm always here to listen, to help you. I'll bring my own rope and help you myself. Considering I've been in the dark and knowing how scary being alone and depressed is, but not having the courage to speak about it more often, my rope will be a strong one. Now, why do I love this phrase so much? Well, I don't own a, own a camel or any form of rope, but I'm someone who is heavily oriented about doing your best to protect yourself, to help others, and then leave everything external in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's reassuring. It can help navigate the tension people can experience. Culture and society needs to be engineered to have such a thought process to help others tie their camel down. And then everything else afterwards can be left to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Culture and society has become so selfish that this notion is widely disagreed with by the people when it comes to be being charitable to those in their time of need. You can change this by helping others bring your own rope and tie their camels. After that, then put your faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And therefore, it will be more likely that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be willing to accept the dua. 
my Instagram handle and Twitter handle is the same, Inkling of Urshad, for any updates on anything and everything. If you want to message me, please do so on there. If you want to feature on any of the Chosen series, please message me on those handles or use Messenger on Facebook by typing in Harun Urshad. Jazakallah khair and Jazakallah khairun for coming along. And I hope you all tune in soon. Allah Hafiz.